0: me a go-no-go for launch.
1: Just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. I was going to say something that was not true. I, I don't know why we do these. Let's make film history. We are go for launch.
2: All right, we are live. Welcome to the Almost Sideways podcast. This is our first live edition. Uh we are coming at you right after the Oscars. It is Sunday night, April 25th. Um yeah, episode 123 of uh of our uh of our podcast here. And uh we're debuting here on YouTube. It'll be up on the the podcast channel later. We wanted to get our immediate reactions to this year's Academy Awards. And okay, I I don't know no I don't know about you guys, but I had in my head what what was going to be the script of what we were going to be talking about. And then the last three categories happened and I don't know what's going on. I I'm just kind of in shock and, and I, and disbelief at this point. I, I mean, Todd, you actually called that last one. You had that the entire time and we oh, were yeah. all in doubt. So, so we, we bow to you and what do you think is going on at this point?
1: We're not worthy. <laughs> what OK, when picture comes out uh, third to last, I was uh, what I thought was like, they don't want to give away best picture by the by one of the awards. So I was thinking something weird was going to happen and that ended up being Francis McDormand. And I still thought Anthony Hopkins was the winner. But what, what to me, what, what it was, was. They These were the tightest two races in the thing. I mean, and you could look at the Vegas odds. They shrunk to almost nothing before the ceremony started between Hopkins and Bozeman. And um, Hopkins somehow uh, came out on top and they just decided to put that one last. But uh, Francis McDormand, winning actress, would have given away Best Picture. So that kept that as a surprise. And uh, I also think it's there's some there's a little bit of this like feeling I have that's like this is a little bit of like Hollywood like spouting a little like anti capitalism thing where it's like the people that matter are going last the people that are working not the people who are paying the people that are working (coughs) we're putting the actors last and we're putting picture before that and so I I think there's a little bit of that in there too
2: Zach this whole this whole going going picture before the acting categories did do you think this was because it was the top two races or do you think everyone including Soderbergh thought Chadwick Boseman's winning and he deserves the last moment of this of this award show
3: uh they knew but I think there's something more important that we need to talk about which is Todd's dress attire I mean did
1: you dress (laughs) up for this oh yeah
3: it's the Oscars (laughs)
1: He's I wish I had one of those like, like, t-shirts. I was gonna wear that.
3: I got lots of questions. Do you
1: normally dress up during the Oscar? I don't not remember this, in but Vegas. I'm also drinking champagne. So here you go, guys. Not and out of the, the champagne glass. Yeah. The, the good, good night and good
3: luck. Where did that come from, man? There was there were no Clooney sightings there. Maybe. Oh, but
1: Strat- David Strathairn in the Best Picture winner.
3: That's uh, okay. David Strathairn is now in a Best Picture
2: winner. That's not bad. That's enough. not bad. Well, Todd was texting yeah. me at one point in the ceremony about George Clooney. So I maybe. mean, he had a
3: he had a nomination, <laughs> Midnight Sky. No one's talking <laughs> about that. That was a pretty big story. It didn't win. Frances McDormand four
1: Oscars. Gosh, yeah. talking about that produ- either. She
2: got the producer one too, didn't she? Adam, what 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 are your thoughts <laughs> she on the barked. on those last? She
1: barked. <laughs>
2: she she barked and howled. Yeah. <laughs> she pulled a white wa-
1: Schrute.
0: How yeah. the wedding?
2: Adam, what are your thoughts on how that thing ended?
0: Way, way to be anticlimactic. That's what I have to say about that. That's uh, I, I immediately texted people are pissed on Twitter because that yeah that <laughs> uh, first off the Chadwick win. I think everybody kind of was suspecting that one to happen, but it's Anthony Hopkins. The much I should say not everyone, but the majority of people I thought had Anthony Hop- or, um Chadwick winning, and so p- I knew a- people were gonna. Can, can we
3: get a location on where he is? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. He's traveling the I world. Think he, I think he's currently in Coach. Wales.
1: <laughs>
2: he's in Wales right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah, spoiler alert last week, I mean <laughs> I mean, I told you guys he wasn't gonna be there and he was gonna win. <laughs> yeah, but I mean they yeah. had
2: enough remote locations, you'd think that he would have shown up at one of them. Oh,
1: but he doesn't care. He's like 85 <laughs> years old. <laughs> he probably forgot. He probably yeah. forgot it
0: was yeah. tonight. That's oh. probably what happened. But yeah, wait a uh, it was totally anticlimactic, man. I, that was uh what a, what an ending. <laughs> I know. No, the, yeah.
1: the only movie with 3 wins, which is also odd. Like,
2: right. Well, and and that's what that's kind of what you were saying, Todd, in that you thought Francis McDormand winning actress would take all the teeth out of the picture race.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I would have.
2: Well, and that's uh, what we were that's what we were texting the the whole time is could Nomadland actually win picture? With just director, and and we weren't sure if that was even a possibility.
1: I think All Quiet in the Western Front is the only movie that's ever done that.
2: Yeah, and well, and then you've got what, like Grand Hotel, which only which only was nominated for picture and one. Yeah, but um, so it, it was going to come down to who won actress, um, and uh, and that was going to determine who would get it. I don't know. You you could have even thought, at th- and knowing this though. I mean, you could have thought that the, like I said last week, the race was between Nomadland and The Father because you had The Father coming in there, beating Nomadland in screenplay, and then you have the actor win. I mean, those had to be the top two candidates looking at resume of what had won.
0: Yeah.
2: That's why I got to think they were hoping to give the last moment as a tribute to Chadwick. I don't think they knew. There's no way they set, if they knew, there's no way they set it up for the final moment to be uh, he's not here by from Joaquin Phoenix because it's Joaquin Phoenix. And that was as awkward as possible. And, why and Why, why in the world was like Joaquin that? Why was Joaquin giving away actor? Why wasn't that Renee Zellweger giving away actor? That's what screwed it all up.
3: Steven Soderbergh, man. Peter Andrews. Well,
1: the, the last time they did that was the year that they had, uh, what was it, 2000 and 2009, I think, which was um, – when the act the like the sporting actress would give the award and like would stand there and like honor all five of the, or like, no, there'd be five No, there'd be like five actresses. That that would be that had won the category, including the one from the previous year. That was the only time I can remember them like screen with it like that. They basically
3: gave the circle jerk to the actors. Actually, I do remember one year when Anthony Hopkins was there and I think he was introducing Brad Pitt for curious case of Benjamin Button. And he was really drunk. That's a that's a good Anthony Hopkins Oscar moment too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Pitt shows up third of a way through Curious Kiss of Benjamin Button. And, and before that we've seen an extraordinary character performance by Brad my friend Brad Pitt.
1: Well, I that's mean last week, like, like an hour after the BAFTAs, he like he he's like drunk sitting in a chair, like giving his like accept like like acceptance speech over TikTok or something like that. I mean that's what Anthony Hopkins is doing nowadays. <laughs> I expect something like that to pop up here pretty soon. Have Anthony Hopkins and Glenn Close ever been in a
3: movie together? If not, that why has that not happened? Yeah, D- yeah directed by I'm... Steven Soderbergh. No, let's not dire- Let's not have anything directed by Steven Soderbergh anymore.
1: <laughs> oh come on! I actually <laughs> love the way this was. This is way better than Zoom. Like yeah, it, parts it of it were kind of cool. I like two words at once. I mean. They were rolling through it there for a while, and they would let the actors speak and like letting the tech guys speak instead of giving them 30 seconds. Better, yeah, I mean, better than that, that 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 Zoom, really for sure.
2: Better yeah. than Zoom, for sure.
1: I just, look, I mean, what do we know about Steven
3: Soderbergh's movies? They kind of cut out the bullshit. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can swear on here what the rules are, but there's no bullshit in his movies. He doesn't, he's never going to direct, you know, a, a, a musical com. His movies are straight to the point. So I like that there was no bullshit in this ceremony. They, they let him speak a little bit longer. I mean, Thomas Vinterberg's speech was like nine minutes long. And that was at the beginning. And that was like, oh, shit, this is going to be like they're going to actually give real speeches for once. This was the first Oscars in the 25 years that I've ever watched it where no one was cut off. With the possible exception, I think a little bit of Yoo Jun Jung. I think everybody was like, "Okay, we heard from you. Bye. Thank you." Well, and, and <laughs> she gave one of the best speeches. Like, we
1: have, I have three minutes, but like he's the only one that said that they actually were telling him how much time he had.
3: Actually, I think right. the, I think the the Mank production designer they got her off the stage pretty fast, but pretty much everyone else got a lot of time. And like, like categories that you wouldn't think like the make cinematographer, dude, that guy was there for like six minutes. He went on and on. It <laughs> felt like, like, uh, it was, it was not the typical usual suspects that got a lot of time to speak. So I, and of course, Francis McDormand and, uh, Joaquin Phoenix got, you know, 30 seconds and that was
1: it dropped up quickly. Well, Francis McDormand didn't want any time. Yeah. I don't think. She already gave her a speech. <laughs> she thought True. she was done.
2: I think I, she almost felt, it almost looked like she was embarrassed because uh, she just one like
1: three years ago and she's yeah. just like why am I getting another one where was the inclusion <laughs> yeah. rider come on
3: tell us about the inclusion rider has it worked do we still need it I think we do I was hoping for that I was hoping for inclusion rider part two
1: there we go
2: uh,
1: yeah well, you know, was, what I, was the best speech good question for John oh, Baptiste
2: yeah. Daniel Daniel John That was awesome.
1: Emerald Fennell thanking Zach Morris was pretty much the highlight of the ceremony for me. (laughs) Uh, That was
2: pretty good too. That was pretty good too. Uh, I love John John Batiste and him and the whole thing with the 12 notes, and everyone's got the same 12 notes. It's what you do with them. That's, yeah, that was pretty cool.
3: I loved it. It ran, it was 30 seconds too long. That one, they could have, they could have said, okay, thank you. Yep, that's, that's good enough.
0: The, uh, I, I said Kaluuya, but also like the Finterberg speech. That was a little long, but I the whole whole story about his well, daughter. Like, yeah, holy the, cow! I didn't even know about that. That's that makes it heartbreaking.
3: That shit was crazy. I didn't know about that either. Like that was that was a genuinely heartbreaking speech. And I thought it was interesting that his daughter's name was Aida because there's another film called Quo Vadis Aida that was in that category. You see, <laughs> it's called Mental Connections. I bet I bet these people didn't notice that. But Brainwaves. Yeah. Right. yeah.
2: My my last second uh my last second change in my Oscar predictions. Let's see. I I knew there was gonna be chaos somewhere. I thought it was gonna be Quavada Saida was gonna be at another round. I thought that was gonna be. I, I texted Todd earlier this week and said, is, "Is am I insane to think?" Or I think I was tell, talking to you. I, am I insane to think that Quavada Saida could be this year's Lives of Others,
3: and and come I texted up and Todd that too. Yeah, but at a different
1: time. I mean, I only said that like two months ago, (laughs) but you know, (laughs) you guys finally are catching up on that. But yeah, I mean, Quavada Saida arguably should have won, but I mean, I have no problem with another round. Adam has no problem with
0: another round. I mean, it's number one of the year. Number one of the year, of course. Yeah, I, I love that pick. I love that pick. Sound of Metal getting multiple awards too. I love that
1: one. When I texted Terry, I will never understand why the song from Another Round did not get nominated. Because like that oh, know, song right? has been in my head ever since I first watched the movie. And when, it, when that scene played that they were showing when it, when it was winning the Oscar, I was like, I, I know like the entirety of that song. And I watched the movie once. Like That that song is so ingrained in my head. Like That should have been nominated. Todd, so I think t- it probably would have won.
3: Tell us your thoughts about the Judas and the Black Messiah song.
0: Yeah, well, wow.
1: There's nothing to that song. It's, a, it's like a tuneless song. I, I can't believe that's the Oscar winner.
0: I was yeah. banking on Speak Now winning because then I was like, oh, there's still a possibility Jace, uh, that Jason Nix guy who uh, we'll talk Josh. about. I guess, Josh Nix, like we could be tied for first. Did he win? I'm he still calculating. It. Well, Dude, yeah, I, Josh. I, I was looking at it because he has four losses. I have two. five. Well, yeah, we must... know, okay, so
1: there were a lot of really young winners. Like the the songwriters from that Judas song were really young. They were all in like their early thirties. And like the cinematographer guy, he was super young. And like I was looking, like the the one, there was another like the songwriter or the the score guy from Minari was like he's like thirty. Like I didn't realize that like, there were a whole bunch of like really young guys in the tech categories. And that's not normally how it goes. They're usually like really like like veterans that that are taking those yeah. categories but recently i mean how the, the main manc- the manc- uh,
3: cinematographer that guy looked like he was about 22.
1: yeah that's what i mean like th- th- there was a whole bunch of really young winners and th- i mean like i was saying last week like this is the young academy like the-, the young academy is voting for the younger winners and sound of metal having a nice showing and stuff is, is a sign of that and uh and promise young woman because that is not an old academy movie at all <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Sound All of right. Metal,
0: this year's Whiplash, that's, they won the same exact awards other than supporting actor.
1: Yeah. And I think
2: a lot of people, if, they, if you give them, if you actually, you know, are honest, Paul Racy. Yeah, so. it
0: should have been, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, so how <laughs> long is it going to be until they uh, combine sound and editing now? Because obviously sound <laughs> editing and sound editing were linked and have been for like a decade now.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't think that'll ever happen. I don't I, think
0: yeah. I don't I don't want that to happen.
2: I I think if I remember right, the one of the reasons they combined it is cuz they were both coming from the same guild or something like that. Um, I think what, the
3: real question is when will people realize that if you want to win best cinematography, just make your stupid movie in black and white. If you want to win best sound, just make a movie that something is in the story about
1: sound. <laughs> Well, I think the, the only black and white movie in the last decade that didn't win cinematography was Cold War, and that's because it lost to another black and white movie, in Roma. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh. Well, and if anything, I mean that was one of the biggest favorites, wasn't it?
1: Land in cinematography. Well, no, because Mank won the the guild, like oh. at right the lot la- like after we recorded, and like after everyone had already pretty much like had their final ballots, like may won the guild and so it's like there's a little like sliver of hope because like the cinematography in no man land is like the main appeal <laughs> like the the scenery and how it's shot in like the camera work that that's all what makes no man land work all right so here's mentioned, a real question maybe oh, that's ahead, uh,
2: i was gonna say we mentioned song briefly and i want to go back to that because i think that's really where things started to go haywire um, is, is that, I mean, cause Mank was, may, was surprising winning cinematography and that really made you start to question some things, but song is where things went, went haywire and went crazy because going into yeah. that, there were really, really only three that you were thinking could win. And that was speak now, uh, EOC and, um, and, uh, uh was like the dark horse, you know, quiet.
0: The, that was um, your dark that could horse,
3: get up. Terry. did anyone what? really think that was your dark horse? Did anyone really think that? Because you I mean, you were one A lot of people that. did. I, I, really? I, a lot of people thought that the, could the, yeah. the,
1: the, the betting odds had that down to like almost even odds by the time mm-hmm. the ceremony started, and Speak Now was at like minus one thirty. Like it, it was super close between Husevic and Speak Now. And, and I think
2: there were and the fight. I think there for
1: were... here was like fourth, and that was like twelve to one. Like there was no, almost no shot.
2: Well, and and, and no one. I mean, uh, Chicago Seven had no shot. Like everyone was saying, "Oh, Chicago Seven's getting getting shut out unless song. it wins Picture." And like, song hasn't been announced yet. I mean, <laughs> it could still win song. But uh, there were nope. narratives for all the other ones too. I mean, you had you had speak now, which could have uh, which could have gotten Leslie Odom Jr. the double nominee. Get him in there. You could have had a Diane Warren finally win her Oscar or the crowd favorite. You know, the popular one in Husevic yeah and instead you go with judas and the black messiah it just didn't make any
1: sense i thought judas might have shot to win at
2: that
0: point yeah honestly. real quick real quick we did get a comment uh we got guy like, his name sucked i'm glad anthony hopkins won even though i was rooting for others to win the father performance was his best since silence of the lambs that's i funny. don't know
3: did you see him in bad company
0: i mean he was pretty amazing in that movie <laughs>
3: The Transformers I mean, last night. There we go. Oh, God, who could forget? Or Thor. I mean, come on. We're talking okay, about well, a great
0: demography here. Don't mess
3: he, up. Don't say...
1: several movie. nominations <laughs> since 91, Zach. Yeah. yeah he's, he's had so. multiple Merchant Ivory movies and, you know, Amistad. Yeah, he he played
3: sixth president, uh, John Quincy Adams. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, I,
0: yeah that was... I love that performance, that movie. Even my <laughs> wife, who had no interest in watching The Father, I put it on and she was like, that was really damn good, and yeah, we you both really liked, he it. liked it. Yeah, he she knows, knows our he knows
1: and I are the right only now. ones that predicted Anthony Hopkins.
3: Yeah, yeah I think Anthony Hopkins true. knows right now that he won. No,
0: no, no he
1: hasn't.
2: No he probably got a call. He probably well, got a call. What, it's like
1: it's like what six in the morning there or something. I mean, he, he he's not awake yet. I, I mean, he,
2: either that or he's just getting back to the flat to uh, <laughs> after a night of partying.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's because, it just, it's because it's a it's Sunday night. That's why he's partying. It's not because of the Oscar. Right?
1: Well, I'm just li- returning to flat my for, He's been in the flat for <laughs> some, time. <laughs> some time. Yeah, exactly.
3: So, okay. What's the, so is it, What's Anthony Hopkins' greatest performance? Is it still Hannibal Lecter? Or is it the father? No, well, I, 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 keep
1: I keep saying it's the father. The father's the best thing I've ever seen him do. Uh, better than The Lion in Winter and better than Sounds of the Lambs.
0: Wow, I mean
2: it. it uh, it's close.
0: It, it's, it's tough because we've have he has a, a more war, uh, more experience as Hannibal Lecter because if you consider Red Dragon and Hannibal, but damn the father, I don't know. I think the, the father is probably my favorite. If I'm just going for like the performance itself, it's there's so many different layers. and it's dynamic. It's not just like one kind of tone. Even though there's like a, a like there's some. Uh, evilness behind the Hannibal Lecter performance, but there's so many more different layers to peel back with the father. And uh, yeah, I think the father for me, I would go, agree with Todd. Best performance for him that I've seen, anyway.
2: I think Hannibal Lecter will go down as his more iconic performance. Absolutely. And yeah. that will be what he's remembered for the most. But I, I, I agree. The argument can definitely be made that the father was was a better performance.
3: Is there a bigger interval between first and second win for anybody? Ooh, good question. Other than uh, Catherine Hepburn, I mean, it would have she, I, hers was like thirty five years in between, but well, this no. is thirty years.
1: It wasn't that long because she had what between on Golden Pond and Gussie Stemberg. No, no, no. Right?
3: She her first one was for um in the thirties. Um, the like uh, Women of the Year. No, something. it wasn't Women of the Year. Morning Glory in like thirty five or something, and then she won for sixty in sixty seven. Mm. But like, all right,
2: I'm looking this up.
3: I think uh, I think for a m- male uh, nominee, I think th- this has to be the biggest time interval between wins.
1: So, uh, yeah, 29 years? Uh, yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, the only other one, like, Jack Lemmon was about 20 years. Um, I can't really even think of anyone
2: else. All right. So, yeah, her first win was uh, at the 1934 Oscars, and her second win was at the 1968 Oscars. So, yeah. As thirty four years,
0: yeah, still a good but, yeah. chunk of time.
2: Yeah, and and I, like like you said, I can't even think of anyone that that would even span, especially both lead. I mean, you once you get a l- little further along like that.
1: Well, Julie Christie was almost very near. They did that. It was like going to be almost forty years, right? Oh, but, and she almost. But went she didn't win, though. That. Yeah, sure. I mean that that was going to be like a record. <laughs> oh, I sure. thought
3: I thought you were talking about. Uh... What was that one that she did in 97? Um after glow? After glow, yeah.
1: Well, no, no, she was supposed to win for away from her and then but she had won for Darling in 1965. That, right. I know I remember hearing that was gonna be a record. But okay, so I had another
3: question I wanted to ask. This goes back a little bit to what we were talking about earlier what is the most Oscars a movie can now win at a single ceremony? We're, we're never going to have the days of Lord of the Rings and Titanic ever again, right? I mean, this is just the way that that it is set up in the voting and the structure now. Can any film win six Oscars anymore? Well, how I, many I, I guess, guys, what do you so think about the cap?
1: Five, right? Mad Max at five without winning picture, which is pretty big.
0: And Indeed. I think
1: Birdman won, what? Four or five? Five? I think it won five. Mm. And do you, you artists, like that? Did do the artists do... have seven? No, the Hurt Locker had six. Hurt Locker had six. Okay, so I mean, so that's probably been the most that we've had in a while. Uh, Matt, um, but this uh, is even worse. Like oh five, there were four movies that had three wins. This this year there was what I think there were seven that had two and one that had no S- six slum- that had two and then one that had three. Slumdog had eight in 08. and that's by far the by far the most. The, uh, the voting changed.
3: Yeah, that's by far the most of any oh, film. Oh, yeah, so
2: since preferential ballot. But Hurt Locker was the first one after the voting changed. And it won It won six. Yeah, so do you guys like that change? I mean, I kind of like when, you know, a film
3: like Amadeus just kicks ass. It's like, there is no question this was the best movie of the year. Of course, it has to be a movie I like, but, you know. How many Oscars of you know, that win? That, I had nine, I think. Wow, Jeez. <laughs> last
1: emperor also won nine and won eight
3: eight now uh, whatever eight uh four.
1: well i mean then you got like cabaret that won eight or nine and didn't even win didn't
3: win best picture yeah I, th- yeah that, that that is the record for most without winning I think best that's picture.
1: got a better chance of happening now than a movie sweeping because the movie that wins best picture is not the movie that is the technical marvel anymore
3: I gotta just say, I'm a little pissed that Mank won cinematography. And it's not just because I didn't it's like Mank, perfect. but like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Exactly. Continue your disaster thought about Mank there, Zach. I'm just saying, like, okay, first of all, on our pod last week, I
3: told you I was I was excited for Joshua James's speech. Uh-huh. I didn't know why. <laughs> I just, I feel like that guy's got something to say. And we'll never get to know what that was. And it's bullshit cheap to win a movie for, for, you know, just because it's in black and white. Give me a break.
1: And then, like, you need Nomad to watch Land... the movie again. Make is pretty good. Oh, <laughs> I'm like... sure
3: it's, it's competent. It's fine. But like Nomadland, that movie is all about the cinematography. Like, if there's one thing you're going to take away from it, it's not going to be Francis McDormand. It's not going to be the screenplay. It's not going to be the editing. It's going to be the freaking cinematography in that movie. Like, that is the best part of that
0: movie. How how much do you think in her little quick little speech of best picture? Go see this on the big screen. Go see because it's a cinematography. Yeah, Yeah, I I thought that was maybe a slight dig because you can't, you can only see Mink on the small screen. Uh, Yeah, that was a shocking. uh, I kind of tossed my phone on the couch. I was like, what the heck just happened? Mink paid
3: paid off by the studios there. Got to bring people back to the theaters. Hire Fern as your spokesperson and uh, yeah, have everybody come back. I like that she called her Fern, by the way. And then that and then Francis had to correct her.
1: Fran, yeah. Yeah, I was like so that yeah, those back to back wins for Mank, and then that they still had score to come, which their their score writers actually won. There was okay. a chance that Mank was still in the race for best picture or having Aww. the most wins on the night.
2: And, yeah. and and Zendaya threw me off when she um yeah, she when she read the winner for score because she na- read the names first and you didn't know until she got through she I'm said not- Trent Reznor Atticus Ross and John Batiste and it's
1: like I was definitely like uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank God for a third name that's all I'm um, say. it's like we so. got
2: another another comment about the end
0: yeah there we go from Joey. Again, I wouldn't be so upset if that wasn't the last award. We were just <laughs> talking about that earlier, Joey. I think that they had no idea. I think they were kind of assuming that it would have been a Chadwick to give them the nice send-off, but I think best picture should always be the last award. That's my first... Well, and,
2: and again, you can't, you, you, you can't think that they knew. You can't think that they knew, and they were going to end with whatever BS Joaquin Phoenix was going to say up there presenting, which was just I mean, it was what to expect from Joaquin, which again is the, another reason why it was stupid that they switched it up. That should have been Renee Zellweger presenting that because she would have done it with dignity in class. Um, and then... Um, <laughs> Ouch. Terry what? firing shots at Joaquin. And, and I think Joaquin would agree with that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I didn't because I, don't, I I don't understand what the point is. Uh, my and then and then you end with you end with the winner that isn't there, that isn't anywhere, that is, you know, on some secluded island potentially somewhere, just partying it up. I mean, why you end with the with the uh yeah, Joaquin is Joaquin. I agree, Joey. Um <laughs> you end with the um the, the award where the two people who could win are not there. And I get the whole thing with Chadwick, but I mean, you're not the last thing you're gonna hear from is not a winner. You're guaranteeing that by doing that.
0: Yeah, it and it's best the best movie. We're there to see the, what the best of the best movie is, and it's just, it's just so weird that they decided to go third. That's why I was. We well, with the best movie, at least we all know that. <laughs> good, yeah, that's a <laughs> good point. But yeah, I was. I texted Zach too. I was like, it's kind of weird. It's directors so early. And it's like, well, they found it before, and it's weird how they shuffled the lineup of the the traditional kind of lineup that I've we're kind of accustomed to see. They definitely changed it a little bit.
2: Well, oh, and, and I, I texted I texted Todd and Zach a conspiracy theory I saw on on Twitter, and uh, I think it was from uh, yeah it was from Cody Derrick's who's a member of the next best picture team. Oh, yeah, they yeah. tweeted out a conspiracy theory that um, the reason they announced uh, best director so early. Is so that uh, ABC slash Disney later on in the broadcast could give a uh, a break a trailer for the Eternals and say Oscar winner Chloe Zhao because it happened after uh, the the award was given out, but then it didn't end up happening.
3: So that's not a conspiracy theory. That's That's what's going to happen.
2: But it did. But it it didn't happen. Like it, it, it didn't. It didn't materialize that way. So, listen,
1: yeah. they said, like they, they didn't know if they're going to say two or three time or four time Oscar <laughs> winner. <story laughs> yeah,
0: that, so, yeah, it's kind of good that that movie got postponed from last year, then, because then they have all this like, we could put the best director on and unt- tag it for the uh, November release or whatever it's coming out this year. Yeah.
3: I have an even better conspiracy theory that I texted Todd. It's a bad, it makes me feel ba- sad to say it, but. You got to think with how pre-planned everything was with this ceremony, seemingly, especially with all the plug-ins and ties and Questlove's trailer. I mean, give me a break. I feel like Glenn Close knew that question was coming. I, I mean... Yeah, she knew too much she, about that. that, that I, I, like, There's in no moment, way she knew it that was like. Coming. There's it, no way. No way. Mm, I, I don't know. I Even it came from school days. 1988. <laughs> like, I... I I, I would it was like to believe animation. Terry, but she probably
1: was there.
2: L- Lil, R- Lil Rel isn't that good of an actor. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big point.
1: Hey, in a hey. Best Picture nominated movie for the second time.
2: <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. His banter with with Kaluuya was pretty awesome.
1: Oh, he wa- they were awesome on the red carpet too. They're like, yes. they're like, dude, like I haven't seen you, and then Kaluuya's like, remember that? We were- the last time was at that one bar, and he's like, oh shit, you remember that? Like, yeah, there was. <laughs> like, you have a- I mean. Here we Miller go. How are you? Like, like the casting by Soderberg of this event was awesome. <laughs> and,
0: uh, here we go. <laughs> there we go. No, the, There's no I, way. There's no way. Not Close, the dance. practice dance. It, not it, as, as soon
2: as soon as she gave uh, Kalia crap for for the Donna Summer song, I was like, oh. As soon as they went to her, it's like whatever you throw her way, she's gonna know it. Because she's she knows her stuff. Now I, I I sent out a tweet right after all that happened and uh and it, it just simply read Glenn Close may not ever win an Oscar, but she just won the Oscars.
3: That's what they wanted <laughs> you to send out, Terry. You I know did I don't really...
2: Soderbergh's job.
1: There's no way. Now, There's no I, way. I never believe that Andre Day was that, that surprised me.
3: Andre Day, I felt like that was a fairly genuine moment, but like even then they I mean you know as he's walking across like you had to know where where everybody was standing i don't know i just in the moment you're right it was cool but like thinking back on it especially when quest love is plugging his stuff and then he got the west side story trailer everything was that's the biggest criticism i have at this ceremony everything was so programmed and pre-planned down to the down to the inch and obviously it backfired because everybody assumed chadwick was gonna win but like no spontaneity so it worked
1: it it was a twist ending it was like a Shyamalan movie (laughs) instead of a (laughs) movie. one thing okay so we never saw the price waterhouse guy but thank goodness (laughs) is it it just me or was like were the cards like they were like yellow right and you could totally read what they were they were going to deliver before they even started talking and i noticed that from the very first time oh and when Regina I, King was up there, I was like, "They're doing original screenplay." Like b- before she even started talking, I was like, "What?" The- what well,
2: in weird. my here's here's my conspiracy theory. If you watch Joaquin Phoenix's uh, envelope is already open before he started talking, he already knew who was going to win, and so he and so he gave a I don't give a crap. Uh,
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, before the nom- no yeah. one else is gonna give a he crap he opened and he looked he's like oh wait i'm not supposed to read the nominees off this thing <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, oh crap
2: chadwick didn't win all right well screw it um you know whatever it's the award read off the nominees yeah that, that, i think have that's cool. what happened
0: have a couple of smaller comments uh youtuber rhino tool is here all i have to say is wow to that that's that, sh- that, that uh, <laughs> show. And, and, and then I Joey agree. again. I think the ceremony started strong with the trivia game happened. Yeah, I, I kind of like that moment
2: though. The butt, the butt. I want that gift. I you know, like the know. trivia game. It was it. It was something different because it.
1: Not when the show is st- running long though. I mean that makes it a little weird because That's they true. they were I like mean, they were speeding up everything and then they have this like this like seven minute long, like little thing with Laura. How It was, was kind of odd.
3: It was not well, Soderbergh's idea. It was like Stacey Sure saying, "You know what? We gotta, we gotta pop this up a little bit." Steven's like, "Okay, whatever. I'll give you that. I'll give you the trivia, but we're not doing any other." It's like Questlove,
1: Qu- Qu- do the music, and then you could show your trailer and do what you want to do with like a segment. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. and, and then we'll cut
0: the uh, the video clips of different, the, all the video, all the movie clips other than like three awards, and then we'll we'll, we'll cut down the songs so we can at least have some extra runtime for this trivia. Maybe. Well, yeah, they, uh, they
1: showed the, they they performed all the songs before the show. Which they announced oh. plenty in, uh, in advance. So that's yeah. What they which do. is okay. which is a cool that way to do it. It was all within an hour of when the show was started. So I. I oh, okay. I that's smart. Then. I didn't see that part. That was, Good. That was Good. pretty
0: Good. awesome.
2: And and four of the five were uh, were performed on the rooftop of the new Academy uh, Museum, which was pretty cool. Ooh, and well, the other one well, was well, actually well, well, in performed Iceland. in Husavik, Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well played, well played. <laughs> yeah, 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 you kind of have to do that. <laughs> it, was,
1: it was an amazing rendition too. Like that, 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 song really should have won. It was the best song of the five.
2: I after listening to those five performances, yeah, I would have said Hussevick was the best song, and Speak Now was second. That that was where I was at with them.
3: All right. So, um, what do you think about? Uh, oh, I was gonna. Um, I forgot what my question was, but.
1: I'll think of it. Can you
2: cut second. that out and in pro, in post production? Yeah. This is live, Zach. Okay, <laughs> Screw
1: it. We'll it <laughs> who, who, who is Josh Nix and why is he winning our? That's my title? buddy.
2: That's my guy. Hey, oh, he just won. All
0: right, too. He,
2: there go. he is. He uh, yeah. And and uh, shout out to Josh. Uh, he won apparently, but I, I got to say he probably just went and looked at like the odds, like we were looking at, and just went with that because he never wins this thing. He knows well, nothing know. about. The
1: moves. So he won. He won. Uh, he didn't pick all favorites. He picked the father and he picked Husevich. Or he yeah. picked the father for a screenplay and picked Husevic, and he picked Viola Davis. He did not go chalk. So, but, and he only missed four. So, I mean, yeah, that's he really missed, impressive.
2: I, yeah. I, I don't know what happened there. I mean,
1: he, missed you know, he missed four.
2: He never, yeah, he, he, four. never yeah. he, got he never, he right. never does well. Yeah, Colette. I love the guy. He knows Co- nothing Col- Col- about Colette. the Oscars. Listen, I didn't. Know, I didn't
3: know Colette was about the Holocaust. If i had known <laughs> that, that would have gotten my
1: vote. Yeah. I was going between well, that one and watching one. Day. I tried to bang through them today. I watched seven shorts and I didn't get the Colette. But I mean, I thought well, but, Colette was I mean- about
3: the writer. But that was a, a movie a few years ago. That was a but, movie. Yeah,
2: but, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah
2: in the shorts you always if there's if there's a long, fascinating title, you go with that. And so, how True. did a, a concerto as a conversation not win? And well, those, yeah, it, those filmmakers about, were on Good the,
3: Morning America. They were no. like doing a press tour, like. I don't know. There's something suspicious. I'm sorry, Todd. Go Composer
1: ahead. from Green Book and uh, produced by Ava DuVernay. Like, I mean, a concerto is a conversation, and it was the best one that I saw of the three. I mean, I didn't see Colette, obviously, but I mean, I thought concerto was going to win the thing.
2: All right, Todd, tell us your thoughts on Two Distant Strangers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like, it is the worst movie that's ever won an Oscar. Like, is... Oh! Did, didn't Dr. Doolittle win an Oscar? What? Like the In 1967. The, and, oh, and I mean, well, yeah, but that was didn't the best Norbit win. Right?
3: <laughs> no, Norbit was nominated. Oh no. Um, I'm sorry. Suicide oh, squad I'm won an not. Oscar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's worse than that. I mean, the two <laughs> sisters is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tony. <laughs> there we go. Now yeah, that yeah, would yeah. been interesting. Uh, I saw a trailer for a new tonight.
3: movie with Tony Collette, where she's a horse racer. Has anyone seen that? Trailer? Uh, yeah, I've, seen that, that, that
1: I've, I've
0: seen that. I've seen that trailer. Her and Damian Lewis. Yeah. She just had a new movie come out on Netflix this weekend too, called stowaway. I'm pretty sure that oh, was she was right. in Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Another space movie. Two distance uh, Go Ahead. That that that, that crappy uh, Distant Strangers movie. We'll talk about it, Todd. <laughs>
3: there's no way, <laughs> there's way that's the right. worst. Like I mean, it, there's it, no way it's, it's the worst it, movie to ever win an Oscar. It's that's just not possible. It couldn't be. And I haven't seen it, but it's just
1: not possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean it, it, it's a it, short, so. Yeah, and it, it, it 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 pulls like the the whole time loop thing, just like, and it it was written like a month after Palm Springs came out, so it wasn't even that original at that point. But I mean, it does the this, this like stupid police police brutality kind of thing, but it does it in a way that is completely offensive and unfair. And it's a, I mean, it's just a terrible, disgusting movie. And it, it, I mean, it, it is as is what is everything that is wrong with like people that are trying to make like hot topic movies. Yeah, I, like, I, I, saw, accuracy, I zero stars <laughs> I give it I, zero stars
2: I saw I saw someone post a picture of like there there's like a, a guy who got shot and there's a pool of blood in the shape of Africa yeah. um
3: yeah the la yeah. Times just put their their headline was that focused on the controversy around the movie and the idea of black torture porn and yeah it sounded a lot less appetizing after reading a synopsis of it but it's done by the ringer that's interesting
1: yeah like van Lathan's like the main producer of it but i mean it the the cop in it is cool he's from uh limitless and he's like a really he's like a really funny like actor kind of but i mean he's just sort of like a disgusting human being in it because that's what they want you to think it's a terrible movie i don't i don't want to talk about it anymore i really thought netflix was going to sweep the the shorts though and then some I was of, uh, hoping love songs I love yeah, Okay, no. we,
2: let, Let's spend a little bit of time. We have on the most competitive uh, category of the night. We've talked about it a little bit, but Francis McDormand pulls out best actress. And, and and we knew if when they when they gave picture early, we knew it was because everyone knew this was completely up in the air and anybody could win. So uh, so I, nobody nobody on our oscar challenge predicted Frances mcdormand
1: uh
2: even though i i mean one she of was, two
1: categories that nobody got right right yeah uh, well That's amazing
2: i think so yeah because yeah, nobody was, got it, cinematography nobody right main, yeah yeah um so i mcdormand won the bafta but nobody thought that meant anything because she wasn't up against any of the other major contenders Todd, you, you kind of had thought you had this whole thing pegged. What what are your thoughts on uh, on Francis winning? Or or what are the just the race in general, how it played out?
1: I mean, I, I never knew what was really gonna happen. I knew Carrie Mulligan was not going to win, and I and I've been saying that for months, even though that she's always been the favorite. I, I thought I mean I predicted Viola Davis, but I was never confident in it. <laughs> I thought Andre Day, she never competed necessarily against the other nominees other than the Golden Globes where she won. So I thought she had an outside chance just but her movie is just not that well liked. I Francis McDormand winning is just strange. It's I, I can't remember the last time somebody who just rode with their best picture winner to an Oscar win for the leading category that easily since Gwen Paltrow. Um,
0: <clears throat> oh <sorry. laughs> yeah.
1: So Gwenneth Paltrow and Jean Du are the only two that I could really that think one. of. But yeah, I mean it's, I mean it does not happen very often, and especially for someone who's won twice. And I, it's, I mean, that's going to be one of the more odd wins to look back on, like, especially when you look mm-hmm. at, I mean, like, Andre Day acts her ass off in United States for the holiday. And Karen Mulligan has a really, like, flashy movie that she's in, and Francis McDormand doesn't, and, but she's the winner, and that's going to be, in, in 15 years, you look back on this race, I, I don't know that people are going to look back on that as being a great Oscar win.
0: Yeah, that's, it was kind of shocking. I wasn't, yeah.
3: Well, they had to give it more than two Oscars, right? And they're not going to give it cinematography. They're not going to give it editing. They're not going to give it screenplay. Okay, so what manifests out of that movie that people remember? Well, Frances McDormand, right? She
1: is the movie, yeah. Cinematography Um. is the movie. Like, I mean, they don't plan that out, how they vote. (laughs) It's not like they have a, like, there's no collusion between, like, the, Twenty thousand oscar voters right that's what they want you to think <laughs> now now
2: todd you i think you gave a stat last week that said that this is the first time is it ever or first time since when that the golden globe winner did not win the oscar
1: it was the first time since 2001 because i think uh sissy spacek and nicole kidman won the golden globes okay and uh halle berry won the oscar
2: but, but what made this one crazy is you had Andre Day who wasn't involved in much of the other races and Rosamund Pike who yeah. was never a part of this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Andre Day was nominated at the Critics' Choice, but like, I, I assume the critics were just like, I mean, we didn't see this movie till after we did all our voting for our own critic organizations. We're just going with what we did before. So I think that's why Andre Day probably didn't win that. That's why, I mean, I thought there was still a decent shot that Andre Day was gonna come out with the Oscar, but... Is this... I don't know. A thought just occurred to me: this is this year the oldest,
3: like cumulative of the four winners. I mean, Kaluuya obviously isn't that old, but the other three are like legitimately old people. Like I, you know, the eighty-one Oscars had a bunch of old people win, point. like Henry Fonda. But this has to be the second oldest, like cumulative age of the winners, right?
1: Well, who won supporting actor in eighty-one?
3: Uh, someone old. Oh, John Gilgood.
1: So John Gilgood. Oh, oh. yes, yeah, so he was. Really yeah, old. he was old. He was old. And he,
3: <laughs> And then Marine Stapleton for Reds. All old people.
1: Yeah. That's a good call. That is
2: a good call. Yes,
0: I agree. Ray. Ray. I was hoping that Vanessa Kirby would pull a uh, Marcia Gay Harden.
1: Marcia. Yeah. Marcia, Marcia Gay, Gay Harden. Marcia, yeah. Marcia, 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 Marcia.
2: Don't talk like that in wine country.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: just, I, I agree. Uh, I've been championing Vanessa Kirby all awards season. And, yeah, Mar- Marcia Gay Harden was probably the last one that just had almost no other nominations and then came out with an oscar win that, that would have been beautiful if she would have somehow won that thing yeah i, well, I love finesse
0: kirby in that movie man that's one of my favorite performances of last year and piece of the woman this solidified it in my top 10 too because because of her she's fantastic i would won
2: not an be
1: oscar eventually win.
2: and it well and it was cool, such yeah. a competitive category and everyone agreed that all five in there were were so deserving that I, I mean it would have made sense if she if she would have pulled it out and everyone would have won something
0: but yeah, i, I just think yeah. davis should have been in supporting but i deserving to be nominated for sure though
2: yeah yeah for sure yeah. for sure
0: so did you like
3: this format overall like you know we're gonna go back next year and hopefully covid will subside at some point are they gonna go back to the bullshit or, or, or are we gonna keep it this way like what do you think? Like, I, I mean, I think on a whole, I liked it, but I do have to say, I kind of miss some of the, like, I miss talking into the camera, you know, and I miss like the clips. They didn't show any clips at the beginning, which yeah, is like, where was Kaluya's clip? You know, where was Yujun Yoo Yoon? I mean, I wanted to see, we even talked about that on the podcast. What's the clip they're going to show? And they never did it. Like, that was kind of sad.
0: Yeah, I was looking forward to the nurse sequence with Carrie Mulligan and promising young woman, or and just like I was missing those things too. It just seemed weird. It seemed like it, it flew by though. The in memoriam scene was went crazy fast. Oh, and you could tell they were trying yeah. to get
2: as many names in that in memoriam video as possible. Yeah, like I was
1: yeah. telling them, Jerry Stiller was in that thing. I mean, DMX, was, like were, like, DMX that was... was in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Terry's guy yeah.
3: from that documentary from last year. Do you remember the art director dude? The from the documentary Lillian and what's his name? Oh, Oh. (laughs) from
1: wait what? Wait, maybe movie you made me watch Lillian and Frankie or something. Oh, wait, or maybe I'm messing this up. I never mind. uh, Edit that out.
0: (laughs) You probably reviewed it last. (laughs) You (laughs) moron.
3: Well, I thought the I thought the guy in that movie was on the in memoriam, but now I'm thinking about it. I oh, think he was, it was
2: already
3: dead. Yeah, I think. It was okay, never the mind. movie came out.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to remember because mo- it said Harold it said, and Lillian. Harold and Lillian. Said art,
3: it said art director. Now, how many art directors really get an in, in in memoriam, especially ones that you've never heard of? So I thought, oh, it must be because of that documentary that Terry liked. Terry's name, uh. you know, our pot. Uh, never mind. Stupid point.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, like the
3: ceremony? Would you do it again?
2: Oh. Fastest <laughs> in memoriam ever. It was unreal, and the song choice was baffling. I agree. Yeah, I agree, it was yeah. well it was I also, didn't, it was also I didn't really... mind the song choice, but I will say that uh and and the, I didn't mind the song choice because it was still like reflective, even though it was a little more upbeat, but it allowed for the pace of the of it to move faster. And song, I don't yeah. think it was necessarily it just felt fast and short because of the song, but they've got through more n- people than they've ever gotten through in the In
1: before. Well, they and didn't so show like people. anything in the background or anything about what these people were from. They just said like whoever it was and there was like film editor or something. It didn't show like what they edited at any point. Or yeah, like, It really or was just whipping through names. They probably got through more names than they ever have in like the shortest amount of time.
3: So can I also, can we just talk about the music for a second also? Like Okay, I, Questlove, all due respect, it's great that he pushed his stuff, but like playing nine to five after the soul guy gave that heartfelt speech, it's like, <laughs> what? And then. Playing R and B music when the Mank people won, it's like, Oh yeah, Mank was really big R and B type movie. Like yeah, that's so that's really appropriate. But like I don't know. Like that's Well something- yeah,
1: they also played uh, a Pulp Fiction song like while well, the other Mank win, I think. Like oh, I was like oh, yeah, it was really Oh yeah, random. it was
3: like the coming soon trailer music, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah, I was any copyright. Anyway <laughs>
1: <laughs> good point yeah
2: i no i i agree that the the music choices were a little weird and it was i mean it was when that's what you get when you have a dj instead of an orchestra i guess
0: true i know, but, I, 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 know I i agree with that point if, talk, if we're talking about songs though it, it totally was going to be Billie eilish's year to win an oscar for james bond oh but for we'll no time till, to die we'll wait till next year for that early I really, prediction
3: i liked pete doctor's speech i thought his was a top five speech I thought he 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 got to the point. He thanked the right people. It was it moved along. It did what it needed to do. He's I think the best of the Pixar people to accept Oscars. Uh,
2: that might be because he's might be the best of the Pixar people.
1: <laughs> I mean, when he's yeah. the last of the original guys, pretty much right. I mean, Andrew Stanton doesn't really work there anymore.
2: Yeah, no. Brad Bird Thanks. is gone. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, Doctor is like he's like the president now, I think so.
0: Yeah. He's a genius, man. This is great movies. Yeah.
2: All right. Let's go back to, let's go back to Zach's point. I mean, what, what from this, uh, what from this ceremony do we want to keep moving forward? What did you miss? What do you want to bring back? I will say going, talking about the music. One thing that I thought was one of the coolest parts of last year's ceremony was, um, when they did the like medley of the scores, when they were presenting best score. And I, I realized that this was, a this was a COVID year, and you probably couldn't get a, a full orchestra together like that uh, very easily, and that's why you went with the DJ. But
0: that was one thing I loved that they didn't do, that I want to get back to. Yeah, I like you get to get an aux, auxiliary cord, just plug it into an iPhone, and you get the little the opening. Yeah, there, the there you bottom. go. There, there you there go. go. <laughs> I mean, they've done remote orchestras before.
2: They've done them. They're they're, they're performing live across town, and we're gonna pipe it in brian
0: cranston was in the
2: empty theater they could have had to go there <laughs> <laughs> that, that was one thing i will say i liked is is bringing some of those honorary oscars back into the ceremony instead of having them at a di- mm. on a different night i thought that, i liked
1: that <laughs> well they didn't have a, a like a lifetime achievement type award at any point or the science fiction one zach oh,
2: you, you prefer the five minute montage of of uh <laughs> here's the part of the Here's yeah, the thing I we like did on a different cool night, awards. Nobody else cares about. You always
3: get like an up-and-coming young actress. You got like Florence Pugh, you know, she's presenting. Let's present the highlights of the, the yeah, I like that. I kind I kind of miss that. And I gotta say, I mean, look, mad props to Tyler Perry. Okay, he fed his people, they had a big Thanksgiving celebration. Did we really need to see that? I mean, is that was that really I mean I, I think a lot of people sacrificed during the pandemic, but like really. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a hater, but like I think I would have preferred a longer Francis McDormand acceptance speech. I think I would have sacrificed that or more scenes of Daniel Kaluuya from the movie he won an Oscar for, which we didn't even see any scenes from. And he was incredible. I mean, we can all agree that was a, a worthwhile Oscar win. because we never saw any scenes from the movie.
2: Yeah, I will say that was one of the that was one of the downsides is not having those those clips yeah the clips don't mess with the tradition of the acting categories and then the guy that
1: borderline had like betting odds last week about which carrie mulligan scene they were going to show because (laughs) there aren't any truly show (laughs) well maybe Uh, it's because there were no good francis mcdormand scenes either i mean they had the
3: one moment from the best from when they were announcing the best picture but it would have been hard to pick from her movie i also gotta say the brian cranston dude his speech went ran way too long come on man get off the stage like you doing great humanitarian work for people with dementia but like what does that have to do with this ceremony except that the father is about someone with dementia i guess but like i'm sorry let's, we got to move this along here i'm sure it's, i'm sure steven, steven was thinking the same thing he's like come on come on we got to hit our mark here let's let's go
0: we need to get our, army over. hammer army hammer with a hot dog cannon Again, that's what we need. Again, <laughs> blast those people off the stage. Your speech is too long. It's going. <laughs> uh, or do the thing thumb.
3: where Jimmy Kimmel says, I'll give you a free motorboat, right? Wasn't that a few years ago? <laughs> M- make it a competition.
0: <laughs> uh, Ray Yazzie, be kind of cool if they added a Rising Star Award to the BAFTA. Like the BAFTA. the BAFTA. Similar. Similar to the BAFTA, sorry. Yeah, they yeah.
3: used to do that in like the 30s and 40s. Like you know, Shirley Temple would win, or like Judy Garland, or you know, like, that would be Julie like honorary... that
2: thing like five times. Yeah,
3: Jackie it be, Cooper.
1: It wouldn't be an official. No, Oscar, Jackie though. Coogan.
3: Yeah, it was like a mini statuette. It was like yeah. small. <laughs>
1: That's usually yeah. what a mini means. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, all oh, right, man. so if they if they had hey. given a, a rising star Oscar this year, who would have gotten it? Nessa
1: Kirby, mm. Alan Kim. I mean, she would have been on the list. I yeah. Well, I mean the um, the BAFTAs had a, a bunch of people that I hadn't heard of, but like I was looking back on their on their awards that they've done for the last like decade, and they're all like big names now. So I mean, it would it would be someone that would be more like an Alan Kim, I guess, or something like that. Like l- less than a person that was the star of a movie this year. But uh, yeah. but do the BAFTAs look Dominique at- Fishback?
2: I mean, she was you know, even yeah. mentioned tonight. Her name came yeah, up. I mean, when the BAFTAs give that award, do they give it like with a specific performance in mind? Or do they no. give it they they just give it a lookout for this person coming up?
1: OK, well, I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, see. they'll they'll have like a movie or a TV show that they were in that year and then they will be the sure. rising star award. But I mean, seriously, like they're all big stars that have have won or been nominated for that award recently.
3: So when you were making fun of my mini
1: thing, I thought, oh,
3: shit, they forgot to say Vern Troyer died, but he died three years ago. I looked that up just to make sure. <laughs> I thought, oh, damn, they really missed him because didn't he just die? But I got that wrong.
1: I did say mini mean. Pretty close. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man.
3: Zach,
1: what are you drinking? I got drinking? voted out. This is, this is going
2: downhill quick. You <laughs> told me to not
3: drink water. This is what happens. Todd was getting on my case. Hey, I'm drinking champagne in the Starbucks
0: cup. Uh, and... Space dust. There we go. I got it. Yeah, so has, we're, what are you drinking, Zach? What's Where, you drink? It's
3: it's gone.
0: That's 11. why I was late to the podcast. I had to
3: get <laughs> my shirt had stains on it. I had to, I I was like I I was You're a mess. A mess. Yeah, I really needed to put myself together. I was like cra- crazy from uh, Nomadland, or whatever the act, the the, the one name actress, Mizzy. You know, nice. I had to get my Roma, shit in right? order.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm dr- I'm drinking Irish Death. There we go. Nice. Talk about swanky.
3: Swanky. swanky. That's it.
0: There we <laughs> swanky.
3: go. Swanky. I mean, Swanky needed to get her life together. Her name was brought up at the ceremony too, was it not? Or did I make that up?
2: she was at yep. the ceremony yeah, she was there really she was there
0: wow she, walked the stage. Yeah, yeah, she,
1: she
2: was like chloe's date basically wow yeah
1: that was pretty
0: cool my However, favorite
1: short was called feeling through and the guy the the blind deaf guy was there and i saw him because they were they were doing like sign language right in front of him i was like oh that's that guy i just watched him earlier today
2: I I couldn't tell if, if they were signing for for him or Marley Matlin for a little while and then I saw that Marley Matlin was not at that table. So Oh
3: <laughs> How about Marley Matlin calling out the the young woman who had shot the George Floyd footage? I was like, Marley Matlin d- maybe won the ceremony for that. That was an awesome moment. I actually got up and applauded that moment. That was amazing.
2: Oh, okay, Most but, but here Palmer. here's This this is the this is the biggest uh, the biggest gaffe by by uh, Soderbergh's production team on the entire night. You invite someone on to present an award in sign and then you don't leave her on screen when she's reading the nominees. So all you have is the interpreter's voice. I mean, really? Yeah, but she wasn't on screen like they they were following they were doing the camera around the room showing everybody and uh, it's like well i mean we're here to well, is this is yeah. this
1: similar to Bong like not you know like speaking in, he's speaking in Korean like we you know he's a hilarious american speaker like, you know, I'm going to drink till next morning. We mentioned that recently. Like, I mean, I wanted to see who present, present like that. Someone copied his...
3: Did, did you see that someone copied his speech from last year when he said, I'm going to Texas Chainsaw this award in five ways? Someone said that. And I think it was the Manx cinematographer guy. He's like, I'm going to cut this up five ways. I'm like, dude, you're plagiarizing from the man,
1: Bong Joon-ho. Well, you can't do yeah, that. the first time I heard that was... Uh, when Colin Furrow won his Golden Globe for In Bruges, he said, I'm going mean, to, he said he's going to like cut this in half and share it with Brendan because it's not really mine or something. <laughs> yeah. Can I right, talk I about have, another? Oh, go I ahead.
2: I have the list of BAFTA Rising Star winners here. Okay. So, so it, the at the award started in 2006. And uh, in 2006, it was James McAvoy.
0: 2007,
2: yeah. Eva Green. 2008, Shia LaBeouf. 2009, <laughs> Noel <laughs> Clark.
1: What? I don't know. He's not even know. British. Well, yeah, no, they don't have to be British, but he's like one of the only non-British winners, I'm pretty sure.
2: 2010, Kristen Stewart. 2011, Tom Hardy. 2012, Adam Deacon. Who? Which is interesting, because he beat Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, and Eddie Redmayne, and Chris O'Dowd. Wow. Uh, 2013, Juno Temple. 2014, Will Poulter. 2015, Jack O'Connell. Uh, 2016, John Boyega. Then Tom Holland, Daniel Kaluuya, Letitia Wright. Michael Ward won it last year. That's and... the guy
1: from uh, Blue Story, just uh, FYI. Okay,
2: uh, right. Um, beat beat Aquafina and Kelvin Harrison Jr. Uh, and then this year was Bucky
1: Bacray. Uh, okay, yeah, That let's girl from uh, rocks. Rocks, yeah, yeah. So see, I... see, what I mean? Like, it's a pretty. I mean, that's a pretty legit list of people that they nailed before they were stars.
3: Yeah, Juno mm, Temple was a little late. She was big. What like 2013? She was big like five
1: years before that. She was never big. She's still not big. She, <laughs> wasn't, was just...
3: she wasn't she in atonement and a bunch of other movies. No, like
1: she was not in atonement. Wasn't she? What Do you know no. Temple? No. She was she would have been too young. She's in Ted Lasso.
2: Wait, hold on.
1: Yeah, she Wait, was she's in totally atonement.
2: in atonement. Thank you.
1: Screw both of you. Come on, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Gotta get something here. <laughs> she's
2: like what? the she's like the little
3: yeah she's
1: a, little she's one. She's, a, she's the one she's that, that Briny orders
2: around at the house. I think no, it's the other way
3: around. She she orders uh, the own character around.
1: Well, she was never big.
3: I think I don't. I think she was big, and I, she was in the movie. She was in Killer Joe. She was awesome in Killer Joe. With uh with THC and Matthew McConaughey. She's great in that movie. Yeah, I mean,
1: that was like what 2011? 11, something? yeah.
2: We got a deep dive that movie sometime. She was in notes on a scandal, too.
3: Yeah, I've I mean she that, thank you. Taylor. You are f- proving my point, Terry. Thank you. Okay, can I can I ask another question that I texted Todd, but we didn't get yes. any good answers for? Okay. So first award of the night, screenplay, or one of the first awards, I can't remember. So they give it they give it to Florian Zeller, whatever, and he's holding an Oscar.
2: Where did he get the Oscar from? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah that's a great question. I the only thing I can think of is they they had to have like a couple Oscars sitting in in all those remote locations. Like there there were there were a few that locations where there were a lot of people at. So I'm cuz he was there the was only two there was, there was New York
1: and London I think were the only two that had like a, a viewing party thing. Right, well, but he wasn't else... the
2: only one that stood on that terrace in Paris and got the award. Or, yeah. well, I think, one, I think it, was, it
1: was like a replica or something, just in case someone won. But I don't think that's his actual Oscar. It looked pretty authentic to me. <laughs> maybe it was one of those Oscars that they sold
3: back. You know, <laughs> like, like those players in the, in the 30 for 30 broke. Like, you know, you, you sell back your shit. You sell back your Oscar because you're broke. And then maybe this is how they
0: actually found a purpose for them. It's like what David Price just did with his World Series ring, he auctioned it off for charity.
2: Oh, I did hear anyway. that, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway, okay. go ahead. The, can,
2: can, <laughs> can I say the most uh the most Soderbergh moment of the night was the opening sequence of uh of Regina Kane grabbing the Oscar and walking into the into the the station? I mean that was yeah. the most Soderbergh thing ever.
1: Grabbing the torch and starting the <laughs> <laughs> Starting the parade. Did you I, I see I, I, When I saw her, that she was actually there, I thought she was going to be presenting Best Picture, and I didn't. When it, I didn't even know Jane Fonda was there, I don't think her name was in the opening credits. I don't think I saw uh, Rita Moreno. That was my second guess, but I don't think she was. there. I don't think they ever showed her. Did they? I don't know. They I didn't, didn't.
2: I, I thought I was getting uh, Harrison Ford. I thought was a good bet too. However, him pulling out the uh, the. Uh, Critiques of Blade Runner was pretty was pretty great. Yes. Yeah, was...
3: <laughs> Can you think of go. the the other the the one Best Picture winner that Harrison Ford has read to my knowledge? Do you know Todd?
1: I don't remember one. I'm the, the, quite wait, sure. Best
2: Picture winner that what? He, that He was he, in. He announced.
1: No, no, he, oh, announced. That he
2: announced.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess it sure. was like Unforgiven or something. No, I'm quite sure
3: it was um, Shakespeare in Love. I'm I'm like 99.9% sure he oh, announced that.
0: Yeah, I can't remember that now. I have, have a feeling. All right, we're looking this up. But, but I, you
3: know, I, so the whole, well, yeah, here's another thing. I mean, I've, I've mentioned this already, but the whole cross promotion thing, Rita Marino there, the West Side Story trailer. I mean, my goodness, like how much more cross promotion do we really need? Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, got, I got I tired her, though. They never what? They never showed her though, right? I feel like oh. the whole reason she was there was just to promote West Side Store. Well, no, I mean, but yeah, they never didn't... showed
1: her. <laughs> her name was on the opening credits. That was it.
3: Who? Who?
1: Rita Moreno. No, she, she, read, read, best she read the
3: best picture. Where were you, man? Honestly, I, honestly, I sure. thought
1: that was Jane Fonda. <laughs> she went she did it last year, dude. You, I Can know, you but get, I'm get rid you know, of Todd? Adam.
0: Take a look around minutes. the
1: horn. You got, got voted minutes. off.
0: <laughs> five minute timeout. Okay, you're back. That that's uh, why
1: you didn't you didn't mention that because because I was actually right the whole time. I <laughs> would say like a... I, she kind of looks like Jane Fonda.
3: I mean that's that's a somewhat fair thing to say but I feel like Rita Moreno's name was prominently featured in every and it was like you got it was it was a little weird because it was like you got oh Brad Pitt okay you got uh you know Joaquin Phoenix you got Renée Zellweger all the usual suspects and then Rita Moreno hmm so it sticks out a little bit and then you see oh yeah they're going to drop the West Side Story trailer oh it makes well, sense that I don't that know I was before no, I mean, well, I don't know. I I just I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I was really I found myself surprised though because like when she was reading off those n- names of the best picture winners, I was like, god damn it, no man land just needs to win. Like, yeah, it would be fun for the father to win, of course Sound of Mel's great movie, but like let's just let's just get the Usually when there's chaos, it's like Green Book chaos, and that's not good chaos. So let's just have a good film win best picture and just kind of move on.
2: Okay, Zach, you were right. Harrison Ford read off Shakespeare in Love. But it wasn't the only best picture he announced. Oh, okay. He also announced uh the winner is Schindler's List. He announced Ah. Schindler's list too. That was a horrible I was one year
1: off. You were you. you
2: were one year off. Apparently, Jack has done it, Jack Nicholson's done it seven times.
1: Can the we first name all those? The
2: French Connection. The French Connection was the first okay. one he did. Wow! Yeah.
1: <laughs> crash. Or was he? Was he like departed? party? He did,
2: he did Crash. Departed. He did The Departed with Diane Keaton. And oh, um, he with did. Michelle Obama. Argo. So actually, I, I missed counts. Argo. So that's eight. He did it eight times.
3: Eight times. Okay. Don't say any of the
1: others. Hold on. Okay, so you've got Crash, so, you okay, got The so Departed. Why right, would Morgan Freeman say goodnight and good luck at the end of the 2005 Oscars if Jack was the one that read Best Picture?
2: Because I remember he did say know. that.
1: Do you know. remember that?
2: I, I I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. yeah, so so we've got, we've got uh, Crash, we've got The Departed, we've got Argo. I already told you his first one was The French Connection, so there's four more he did.
3: No, just I, I, I don't think they're. I think they're older. They're pre nineteen ninety would be my guess. He
2: read Rocky. He uh, announced Annie Hall, mm. and then uh, he announced Driving Miss Daisy along with Warren Beatty.
1: Weird. Why would they be a group? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know. I don't know. There's some weird groups Twice in here. Stars.
3: Oh, that's another yeah. thing I missed. Ceremony. What, what would no no bizarre groups? You know, no like Bjork and Questlove together, or like no Clive Owen and um, uh, Olympia Dukakis. Like I I miss the weird awkward pairings. I mean, obviously COVID prevented that, but I, I hope that's something they can still do. In no,
2: in, instead we had Riz Ahmed presenting Sound of Metal with Best Sound. I mean, what what's
1: going I on with that? that?
0: That's that's ridiculous.
2: Yeah,
1: I know. You guys were saying that that never happens. They, they did it multiple it times today. No, yeah. but, That they're announcing something when their own movie's in the category.
2: At least they don't do. It, at least they decided not to do any more of, uh, of, uh, like James Franco hosting while he's nominated for Best Actor or something like that,
1: or yeah, yeah. Seth MacFarlane when he's nominated too.
2: Well, that that's that was for song. I mean, that's that that's a little different than being nominated for best actor and having your movie up for best picture and then you show what? up to the to the ceremony high
0: And you see the thing about boobs. Did you see
3: the the ten year oral history of James Franco hosting the Oscars? On I think it was actually was the Ringer that did it. It was a pretty hilarious article. But I had another question, which is, what did you guys think of the whole like let's give everybody's biography and their favorite movies thing? Because I got to say, I kind of found that fascinating. Like hearing about cool. the the mank art director's favorite movie growing up, like that was kind of cool. Or that the actually the art director was one of them was the boss of the other one, and th- another <laughs> one was a, like a janitor. Like that that shit's interesting. I that's way more interesting than just you know having blank names on a screen.
0: That's cool, but the trade off is clips from their
3: movies. Oh, uh, the te- no one cares about the technical words. Screw that.
2: Well, no, okay. no, the, get... the, but we had to explain who the technical award people were and because of that we didn't have clips for the for the acting
3: awards. That, no, that's not true. I, I I well, I feel like you could have acting award like clips but you could also I, I liked the whole like the, the the Mank production designer used to work as a custodian. Like that was cool, you know? Or this kid when he, he was when he was twelve years old, his favorite movie was Citizen Kane, and then everybody laughed. Like that was funny. More of that. I, I like that a lot. Like because these people you don't know who they are, and you really probably don't even realize what they do because their job doesn't make sense to most people. So I, I like the whole humanizing aspect of it.
0: Okay. That makes sense. I was just saying, like sometimes they do on those technical, they show like a little bit of like a uh, not a clip, but like little like images, or like a from diagram or like, like storyboard. Like yeah, something. I actually kind of like what you're saying, though. At the same time, maybe they should do like maybe do both or something. Maybe mix a mixture. But yeah, that the that this cane thing was a pretty funny moment. I I
2: like that, but and um I also was thinking that uh, oh now I lost it. Where was it? What was it? There's something else that I was going to say. Don't worry, we'll edit this out. I know, we'll edit this we'll edit this out in the live post production. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Never mind. I'll come back to it eventually. So, I, I think I think we got to do some
3: awards here. Who who wins uh biggest douche? Who wins uh, stickman MVP, LVP
0: like like oh, I got uh, stickman stick right me. here. I okay. got stickman. Daniel Kaluuya's parents,
1: man, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Celebrate life.
0: Uh, Celebrate life. The, the best was
1: the
2: reaction of what must have been his sister when he said that. Mom, that was the mom sitting yeah. right next to her.
1: She <laughs> said, like, what? What did he, he, he say? Like, what is he saying? <laughs> Yeah. Well,
2: Todd, you had you had a great comment on that too. Of of uh, why is Daniel Kaluuya there and Lakeith Stanfield is sitting with <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya's family?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know. There's a like story it. behind that.
1: It has to be. <laughs> Pretty sure Lakeith's from LA.
0: <laughs> but Olivia <laughs> Coleman too was sitting up in the, the stands too. She didn't have a table. Olivia Coleman. She was in she was
3: in London though. I thought. Oh okay, that's a good she was too, she was but. in London. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. Never, disregard.
0: <laughs> All right. What,
3: what other,
2: what other ones did you have, Zach?
3: Oh, just, you know, our, our normal awards. Our I normal mean, ones. I mean, we I talked score. about, <laughs> I, we talked about how Glenn Close might've been the MVP tonight. If it, if it truly wasn't staged, then sure. I think that that validates her case, but um, you know, I just, I, I, I question that.
2: Oh, I, 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 I felt that was, that was 100% Another, uh, authentic. <laughs>
3: I had another MVP I was just thinking about. I can't remember, though. I'll have to think about it. Um,
2: who
1: was it? I don't this know. This is great. Soderbergh
2: Soderberg as MVP. Okay. But, I, yeah, mean, yeah, I, I think frankly. he's... I mean, ha- Have we ever talked this much about the production of the Oscars?
1: No, because no. it was never that noticeable that much about how it was put together. He, I mean, he definitely,
2: like, he definitely took it and went. All right, if we can't have a normal Oscars, let's have a crazy Oscars. A spectacle. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, we yeah, we're gonna do it completely unique. I mean, I I remember there was one that was like the whole thing was like musicals and stuff. I think it was produced by Rob Marshall or something.
3: But oh god, yeah,
1: I remember that year.
3: That was terrible. but uh,
1: <laughs> but I mean, this is something that is just like S- S- Soderbergh. Yeah. I mean. I wouldn't have expected hey, anything different, and it was in a train station. And I thought it would yeah. look kind of awesome. Yeah, that's I don't know. Cool. I'm just I'm just
3: thinking about three months from now. I you know I'm gonna want to look back and you know relish and want to look look up. You know, Francis McDormand Oscar win. It's it's not going to make for a great YouTube clip. You know, it because just it's not weird camera right. But right. I
1: like that they're they're not stuck behind a like a stand. They put their Oscar True. on the stand and they're True. actually stuck there in front of a mic <laughs> without a podium. And they have to talk. I think I, I kind of like that.
2: Um, or I, I, I will say it was kind of interesting that the presenters weren't looking into the camera, though. Like, we always get that shot of, you know, the teleprompter being right next to the camera, like always. And I know Soderbergh had said he wanted to make it feel more theatrical. And I guess that means not breaking that fourth wall as little as possible. My MVP is going to go to Marley Matlin
3: because I thought it was cool that she gave a shout out. But also I like that because when I saw her name, I'm like, oh, great. Best sound. Another year where she presents best sound. It's kind of like the office episode when they do the Dundies and it's like, oh, he's going to give Pam, you know, longest <laughs> engagement again. <laughs> but they didn't do that. She actually did the documentary awards. I thought she kind of kicked ass. So I, I'm down with Marley Matlin.
2: Okay. I remembered what I was going to say. Uh, before i one thing i kind of missed was how they would do a little presentation intro of every best picture nominee just give yeah. a little mm. this was, is what that it's mean, about that was, like it save some throw, time though. throw I mean, that,
1: that out was about a, a minute and a half even didn't like that nine you know eight times but yeah i mean they did but that just is a more more of a production that we didn't have the clips that we wanted you know yeah. they did, they could have had more of an extended clip before each movie since they didn't do that but they didn't because they didn't have any time
3: i think that, that going back the, the the thing that gives your point credibility terry is the fact that of any year that i've ever watched the off the least seen films i mean no yeah. one has watched these movies mm-hmm. so this actually probably would be the year that you'd want to actually show some of the scenes from these movies cuz no one's seen them and I then maybe know, even that.
0: say
2: available on hulu or something like that
1: maybe Good. they're the oh. most seen in that way then because they're all streaming except for the father and promising young woman
2: but they weren't they weren't like these movies that are the big like everyone's gonna go yeah, see there's no, them.
1: there's no big special effects
3: movies there was no real big budget movie really or, or any
2: any movies that got everybody in
3: no franchise, no nothing. It it was it was I would say the most indie slate of best picture nominees since like nineteen ninety-six, you know? It, it was a really 2005 kind of...
1: five was all indie. Except for Munich. That was the one big budget movie. But Anyways, yeah.
2: what, what made me think of it is I when I heard Marley Matlin was gonna be there, I thought she was going to do the presentation for Sound of Metal. Right. When they presented the did the intro for it. I thought that would have made sense and
3: i'm glad they didn't i mean again that's like great just let's just you know be as predictable as humanly possible borderline yeah. a little bit ableist there and like okay no they changed it up a little bit which was nice to see it's like michael giving pam the squeakiest uh, shoes award instead of
0: longest engagement Off- office go.
3: office fans will know what i'm talking about obviously Thomas, yeah, i know exactly what has, you're not talking not about I have
0: no idea what you're talking about though the dundies man good one <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> I feel God That's in this room tonight. God. <laughs> yeah, <I> feel God.
1: <laughs> so, okay, here's a good question: Is Anthony Hopkins going to present Best Actress next year? No. Oh, hell no. He's traveling the world <laughs> from his <laughs> island traveling. in the
2: Caribbean. <laughs>
1: He's got another movie coming out like next week, I think I saw.
2: Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he might show up. So who? So we got. Anthony Hopkins, Francis McDormand's obviously going to be there. Daniel Klee is going to be there. Yu Jun Yoon. I, I mean, I wouldn't put a pastor to be there, but I mean, hell, <laughs> I honestly have no idea <laughs> what does she do otherwise. <laughs>
3: I like that her biggest movie inspiration was Robert Altman. Wasn't expecting that. I, I big, big I'm, Robert Altman fan. Okay, great. I don't
2: believe in competition. I must have just been the luckiest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think she's a little pissed at Brad Pitt for mispronouncing her name. I think Brad was also Probably. a little little slosh tonight. If I got, if if we're being honest. Well, they, well, they also, also mispronounced the word
2: season.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, they also mispronounced Minari at the the best picture part too. So, and at
1: he least also, they
3: got the name Marcia right, like Marcia. He, he,
1: mis- he mispronounced Bakalova too.
3: He's
2: oh like, yeah, he did.
1: Bakalova, he did. Bakalova, or something Bacal- like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh gotta love brad yeah
2: all right well i think i think we're starting to wind down here a little bit uh this has been uh has been a lot of fun to talk about is anybody actually watching this i mean there, there
3: is anybody actually watching this there's I three there's five
0: just, people in here right now Hang there's there five, five people five, watching us round
3: of
2: applause for those five people i mean i know you are really putting
3: up with a lot
0: it's <laughs> yeah we, it's we,
2: we're to... having random deep dives inside of our live Oscar reaction. I mean, now you see how our brains work and what kind of a mess any conversation with us ever is about movies. To, who, who won the Oscar challenge, and we should
0: do a quote of the, the quote of the ceremony.
2: Okay, okay. So Oscar winner of the Oscar challenge. I I haven't fully ta- tallied it all up yet. I've been too busy talking to you knuckleheads. But uh, it sounds like it's Josh Nix. Yeah, with four. Josh Nix. Uh, you you only missed four. I think that's the I, I think that's five. the top. I haven't had a fight. chance to fully look.
3: Doesn't Josh Nick sound like the name of someone in like a double A baseball team, like a pitching prospect for the Padres or something? Am I crazy?
2: Uh, it no. could be. You're right. I, I, I think the real winner of the night, though, is uh is the uh, submission by John White, who only got one right. And that was yeah,
0: the same guy. For director. Same guy. Yeah, but must be. yeah. it must be because he had to say that's the director. <laughs> You got the yeah. parasite director right last year too,
2: which is, which is impressive because if I was trying to get everything wrong, I probably would have picked the Judas and the Black Messiah song to win best <laughs> original song <laughs> or Colette. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have picked Colette too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, congratulations, Josh. He's going to be shocked. I, I mean, yeah, he. Uh, he I was going for two in a row on
0: this. I'm so mad.
2: Oh oh but we we also have to have to shout out the the usual constant champion, which is Kyle Heck. He missed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He what the hell, Kyle? Oh, I think I beat him. Seven.
1: I beat him. What did I miss six or five? God, you missed Damn it. you missed six. <laughs> so you got five. you tied with and him. I missed eight. Emma. <laughs> God, I,
3: yeah, I, I told you and wins. Emma was the LVP because Terry talked me into picking Emma for one of my awards. I thought, you oh, did. that makes sense. I, oh, I didn't? No!
1: You did, you I mean, yeah, th- you I, did. No, I, I talked you into picking it in costume but you didn't even choose it. Oh, I, I did. didn't. Oh, okay. I missed it. What did I pick?
0: You picked pick Moraine. Right
1: oh, okay. Yeah. You beat me, didn't you? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, no, he yeah, tied. 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 Yeah,
2: Damn you it. guys tied. Uh, I would have been closer uh, to you guys if I hadn't have switched to Quavada Said at the last minute.
1: Okay, I was looking I, I was at, was looking earlier, at and everyone Charlie like Givern actually picked Anthony Hopkins too. So me, Arlet, and Charlie, whoever that guy is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was,
2: no, I was looking at the, I was looking at the list, and I'm like, man, everyone is like so similar. I've got to do something to make me stand out. So I, I went for, I tried to predict the shocker, and I just predict the wrong. Should have just wrong one.
3: predicted Francis McDorm- McDormand. I think we're all idiots. Why didn't we just think Francis McDormand had a chance? Like that's ridiculous.
2: Now looking I back did. on it.
3: I knew four well, we all people
2: thought, had a chance.
3: Oh, Yeah, but uh, we knew it was up in the air, but no one really made the case for Frances Benorm as evidenced by the fact that she was completely ignored by our, our contest. But now looking back on it, it makes so much more sense. And I feel like an idiot. Although I did predict Nomadland, middle of the ceremony, you guys were ready to jump ship. Let's just let's be clear about that. You guys were like, "Oh, it could be Judas, could be this." No, 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 no. They're spreading it out. That's does that that's a good thing for Nomadland, okay? That's going to help Nomadland because it, now now it has to win something. You can't just leave it with
1: Best Director, right? It has didn't to win more. Did anybody have Chicago Seven going with zero? <laughs> that's what I want to know. I, mean, I don't um, think I don't think I predicted it. You did, anything. Todd. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, but did anybody actually? see that happening
2: <laughs> uh, well the only cool. the only shot it had was editing or screenplay yeah.
1: i didn't uh, think it, it was wasn't a gonna win picture screenplay.
2: i didn't that think was, like, it was, was a top three likely
3: best picture i had it number four
1: i it, it, it bit of a movie so fun you were stat, the only one I, that
2: had it in the top three a picture todd remember think, that remember that they, conversation
1: yeah but i mean i can't believe it actually didn't get anything I, nobody, I was, nobody was actually too. considering that everyone's saying the irishman's gonna go without without any and mink but or not or yeah i mean irish mink was going to be like the Irishman. i mean
2: well but mink mink had one locked in for sure it was winning production design yeah
0: it's funny as i saw a bunch of some person some, last couple of four years of oscars the run the favorite lost and the runner-up was the uh the winner on gold derby Gold Derby had like the last four years, like the runner up was always on, on Gold Derby, was the winner, and Trial of the Chicago Seven was the runner up this year on Gold Derby for the, the odds, I guess. So, yeah. every time we won. say
2: the favorite lost in this category, I, I just want to say, but Olivia Coleman did win. So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah did you are. notice
3: that one of the nominated editors had a name very similar to Yorgos Lanthimos? <laughs> yes. It was yeah. Yorgos Lanthimos.
1: It wasn't. It was his first was like, name Yorgos was Yorgos It's Jorgos Lamb Yeah, and I and uh, I actually it, uh, on IMDb it had a link or uh, the link on his on uh, that nomination went to Yorgos Lambpromos's name <laughs> or his page, and I was like, wait, no, there's no way he's he's ed- he edited this movie. And did they ever fix didn't. it? Yeah, they did eventually, but not when it first came out. Uh, and then william miller
3: got a nomination
1: <laughs> yeah he did yeah yeah
2: all right do you guys have a quote of the ceremony yes i, I do yes. too todd why don't you go ahead
1: uh so daniel kaluuya said uh would you like me because i do not work tomorrow he says i'm gonna get back to work on tuesday but tonight i'm going up <laughs> so
2: cheers <guys>. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 my my quote is uh is something that every filmmaker should think at all times, and that is, what would Werner Herzog do? Oh, That's God. what Chloe Zhao said. There we go. <laughs> Great call. Yeah, I, I immediately texted that to to Todd and Zach because we always we always talk about Werner Herzog and how he makes films. Uh, Adam, what's your quote? Zach, do you have one? Oh,
3: mine was from a, a, a article in Variety last week about Steven Soderbergh where he talks about um, – his quote is – it's he's it's regarding the 2000 Oscars where he won. He says, first of all, I was drunk and that's not a lie. That's the way I feel now.
0: <laughs> there we go. So mine uh, was going to be the Daniel Kaluuya, my my mom and dad had sex quote. But I was like, okay, you mentioned – so I'm going to say <laughs> – duh butt. Dub butt, duh butt. I'm gonna walk off. <laughs> and Adam, he's gone. I'm yeah, I'm embarrassed. Luckily there's only like two people you, in here, so you should,
2: yeah, yeah. And it's not gonna live it live forever on YouTube. Good job, Adam. You should have walked good. off and just stayed gone. You should have just walked out and, and called it. We'll edit that
0: <laughs> off and post. We'll edit it out in yeah,
2: post. Edit it out in the live post production. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for for sticking around with us. Uh we we went long enough to only have two li- Followers uh, listening to us at the end. But that's okay. We should just invite them on. Do you want to come on and talk to us? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Give them the link.
1: Uh, like all right. Sucked. We need sucked on there. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: all
0: right,
2: we, will, uh, we will be back at you next week with a normal episode. I'm sure we'll have more comments then about what happened tonight. Um, but until then. I'm going to remember. Yeah. <laughs> Until then, have fun watching movies and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Despite your crass behavior, I'm glad we were able to do this together. Good night. See you later good guys. <laughs>
0: there we
1: I go. have to
3: get up tomorrow. I don't know about you guys. I do too,
0: but uh, uh, yeah, two hours earlier than you. Ah!